Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, my friends. Simon Miller from What Culture here. And you're like, Simon, once again, you're in a very weird location. Well, I've told you before. Sometimes I must travel the world in order to be a professional wrestler. But the ups and downs train never stops. Also, because of the lighting in this hotel room... I'm like Harvey Two-Face here. There's the light side and there's the dark. I'm a Jedi. Let's up those downs for Smackdown. This is also the most relaxed ups and downs I've ever done. Look, I can just rest here. But Smackdown did begin. We had the most over-the-top video, given the fact that Roman Reigns is going to be celebrating 1,000 days as champion. And I checked, 1,000 days ago was so long... I had hair. Austin Theory is obviously a massive fan of this as well, because all of a sudden he was in the ring, and he started saying stuff like, oh, Roman, I love you so much. And if you take Roman's title reign and my US title reign, it's like 1,239 days or something. I was like, <laughs> that's not how it works. I mean, what are you trying to be? Sesame Street, Big Bird? That's what I'm going to call you from now on. Austin Theory, the Big Bird. And then finally he reminded us that, yes, I beat John Cena at WrestleMania. And even though he does quip about it a little bit, I still don't think he's talking about it enough. He then went and made me very happy in my tum-tum, though, because he did invite Pretty Deadly out here. And I tell you, when those two guys got called up, I never thought they'd be put with Austin Theory. But the more I look at them and the more I let my brain engage, I think that's a really good idea. Kit Wilson and Elton Prince then did their usual thing. They were like, Austin Theory, we think you're the greatest thing ever. So this was a massive love-in when the Brawling Brutes music hit. And they come out and they were like, yeah. We didn't like you last week, and we still don't like you now. It does feel like we're about to go big with Theory and Sheamus and maybe even do a US title match at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view premium live event, which of course would keep them out of the ladder match. When eventually both guys tagged in, they were about to have some kind of a fight when we cut to the commercial break. When we came back to, it was Prince and Butch fighting, so I'm just going to have to make my own reason up. So I'm going to say that Austin Theory went up to Sheamus and was like, look, we can't get into the scrappy scraps because I have a doctor's note. Because Seamus is like his dad. He read the doctor's note. Then Austin Theory ran away. Ah. Deadly Theory, as I'm going to call them, then absolutely beat the crap out of Butch for a while. Before he was able to smash out a DDT, he tagged in Seamus and this guy went absolutely crazy. I mean, at one point, he had them all up and he hit like a triple white noise. He was also breaking people's backs as he hit a backbreaker when he was able to score with the bro kick on Austin Theory. And just when you thought it was going to be over, what did Pretty Deadly do? They saved their new best friend. It then went absolutely crazy because we had move, 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 and near fall after near fall. It went about 20 minutes, which you could argue was a little bit long. When all of a sudden, Ridge Holland found himself in the ring. He was about to be murked, mostly because of Pretty Deadly shenanigans. Because they used all their techniques to hit the spilt milk and get the one, two, three. Although actually before that, they tagged Austin Theory in so he could make the cover. 
So I like this. I like this a lot. And I think we can actually do something here. And it's one of those moments where I'm like, man, WWE should have trios titles. Well, they'll never do that because the tribalism <laughs> between WWE and AEW, I think some people think that AEW came up with the trios titles. I don't want to talk about it. The point is, very good match. I like the fact that we can now do the tag team match between the Brawling and Boots are pretty deadly and the singles match, as we've already discussed. Uh, Paul Heyman was in the back talking to Sola Sokoa, who looked pretty mad, probably because everyone is just talking about Roman Reigns, when he was like, look, we have to do something special for Roman tonight. And also, we've got to make sure the Usos don't turn up. This is when Paul went and found Adam Pearce and was like, don't let Jimmy and Jay in the building. And he agreed. And I was like, Heyman, you shouldn't listen to this guy, because as much as I like Adam, let's face it, every time he does make a rule like this, gets broken. We then cut to the OC, who said it was AJ Styles' birthday. And I was like, don't say that. Do not tell anyone that it's your birthday on the day that Roman Reigns is having a bash. He'll find you and kill you. Anyway, the birthday boy did tell Gallows and Anderson to go out there and absolutely destroy Hit Row. And I was like, wait a minute, we're doing Hit Row versus Gallows and Anderson? Where did that come from? Well, as it turned out, Hit Row had recorded a diss track in the week. And one, I don't know anyone would care about this. And also two... We are definitely in Japanese shampoo commercial territory. Which is when the destruction of Hit Row continues. Well, I have no idea what's going on here, but every time Top Dollar and Ashanti and Dollis do have a match, they go about two minutes, they get a little bit of offense in, then they get absolutely murked, and they lost. Happened here again. I mean, B-Fab and Mishin got into it for a little while on the outside, but eventually Gallows got the hot tag. He turned to Anderson, much like Scorpion was like, get over here. They hit the magic killer, one, two, three. And that was that. And afterwards... Top dollar tried to be like, ha ha, I'm gonna get a beat down. So Styles was like, no, you're not. It's my birthday. He hit it with a phenomenal forearm, and that was it. I'm a bit worried we're gonna do a top dollar versus AJ Styles feud when I search my feelings. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I think that I want it. All I will tell you, though, is that when it comes to Hit Row, I just expect this now. So if we can finally do something with the OC... Well, I think that's probably a good idea because they are a good group. Although they do just need someone to feud to. Although it can't be Hit Row now. You just beat them in 120 seconds. Have to wait and see. Adam Pearce was then seen telling Paul Heyman that he had in fact banned Jimmy and Jay Uso from the building. I was like, how is that fair? They haven't done anything. 
when it was time for a very, very strange Grayson Waller effect. Now, I did have a meltdown before this because I realized, wait a minute, Austin Theory called his promo Austin Theory Live. This is the Grayson Waller effect, which means we had two talk shows on this SmackDown because WWE is obsessed with them. But yeah, his guest was Oscar. So unless he was about to compete for the Women's Championship, we still do not have a feud for Grayson. We did remind everyone that she's the brand new Raw SmackDown Women's Champion when Oscar did a little bit of a dance because she is the best. When Waller tried to tie this into Money in the Bank because he's like, oh man, look at all the Money in the Bank paraphernalia around the ring. They all think they can beat you, Oscar. What are you going to do? This is when EO Sky's music hit and she came out talking in Japanese. So Oscar talked to her in Japanese. And just as Grayson tried to calm it down, all of a sudden, Bailey's music hit. She came out and was like, look, either me or Eo Sky is going to win Money in the Bank. And I was like, how do you know you haven't even qualified? Shotzi then made her way out. And I was like, no way can you be in this thing because you lose all the time. When it got even more absurd because Lacey Evans was here. And I was like, no, 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 no. You can't even get on TV. Selena Vega was the last person. And I was like, what the flub is happening? And she said something along the lines of, Lacey, I am twice the woman you are. So I started thinking about Psycho Sid. When Oscar shut them all up by saying nobody is ready for Oscar, when Bianca Belair jumped her from behind. <laughs> what a heel. Officials then tried to break this up as we saw Cameron Grimes talking to Adam Pearce. And he was like, oh man, I'm going to punch Baron Corbin. If he turns up at SmackDown, when it was a Money in the Bank qualifier, Zelina Vega versus Lacey Evans. This is when I had to lay down and sleep. Now, here is the thing as well. Do I need to see this go more than five minutes? Probably not. But they only got two. And do I think they should have got longer than two? Yes, especially because the opening match, as much as I enjoyed it, well, you could have shaved off some time here and injected it into this. Otherwise, it was the classic, well, Lacey Evans is going to lose, so she's going to beat the shit out of Zelina Vega, especially because before all this, she had hit well with the women's rights. So the whole time Vega was like, oh, no, I've been smacked in the face, and she was selling it. Thing is... Didn't affect her that much, because eventually she just hit a code red. One, two, three. <laughs> Honestly, it was that fast. I watched SmackDown in this chair, and that's what I did. I was all like, <laughs> it was ridiculous, like M. Bison. So I'm going to give it a down, because it just felt like a little bit of an afterthought. However, there is an upside, because it is a positive Pete show, and we always find it. The fact that Zelina Vega is on this mini push, and she got put in money in the bank, well, I liked it. I like it a lot, and when I like something... Up. We then kept these vibes going as we were in the back with Santos Escobar, who was like, man, I'm going to become money in the bank. When Rey Mysterio walked in, he said, yeah, you are. And you know what? Zelina Vega will be Mrs. Money in the Bank. <laughs> that was it. So at least they're friends. When SmackDown went amazing. We had another Money in the Bank qualifier, and it was LA Knight versus Montez Ford. So I was having some kind of meltdown going, why did you book this to begin with WWE? Surely both these guys should be in the ladder match. However, because they did do this, I didn't know who was going to win. And I think hopefully, maybe, not so sure, we pulled a bit of a trigger. As soon as Knight came out here, everybody went crazy. To the point, when Montez knocked him down during the match, people went, boo, Ford, we hate you, we hate you. Now, I could be totally wrong here, but I think Montez enjoyed this just a little bit because he started to lean into the role. They then punched each other in the face for a while when Ford did hit a rock bottom for a one-two kick out. And once again, I swear he had this little wry smile on his face. He was like, man, as long as I'm getting some noise, who cares? Things got pretty good too when Montez went for the frog splash and LA Knight got out of the way when they instigated the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up battle. And because La Knight is La Knight, eventually he looked around, he saw the rope, he grabbed it for extra force, I suppose, and he got the one-two-three. Now, I'm just going to say this. It still kind of feels like WWE is trying to fight this support for LA Knight. And by this stage, given that it gets bigger and bigger every week, we just have to get it done. Although, like I say, 
He did win here. He is in Money in the Bank, and I'd given the briefcase. That's right. The only problem is that I'm not in creative anymore because I left in 2008. But this made me very excited because LA Knight is just so damn great. Giving it up. Which is when we got to Roman Reigns' 1,000-day celebration. And honestly, this stuff doesn't miss. Watch. Triple H of all people kicked things off and he just kissed Roman Reigns' ass going, oh my gosh, you are a generational talent and this title reign will be remembered for generations to come. I was like, that ain't true, Trips. In 2248, no one's going to care anymore. Apart from that one guy on Reddit. Reigns, Heyman and Solo then came to the ring and everyone was like, oh, we love you. Which is when Triple H revealed why he's really here and he presented the Tribal Chief with a brand new WWE Undisputed Universal title. Now look, it kind of looks just like the old one, but people still go, I don't like it. It's like anything in wrestling in a few weeks, we won't care anymore and we'll be used to it. Reigns got the microphone straight away and told everyone to acknowledge me. And I was like, man, you are such an ungrateful Ian. You could buy this guy a Ferrari and he'd still walk away going, oh man, you need to look at me in the face. Adam Pearce then proved he couldn't even arrange a circus in Clown Town because the Usos music hit, which means one, he wasn't able to ban them from the building at all. And also two, they were able to get in there and talk to the music guy and say, quick, quick, play our music. So this was an abject failure. Jimmy Uso had a massive plan as well, which was to get in the ring and look and stare. Roman Reigns. I was like, well, you have had a good week to think about it. It then got so damn good because Reigns was like, listen, Jay, you need to kick Jimmy in the face because he kicked me at the face of Night of Champions. And if we're going to fix this, we need parity. You know the deal with Jay Uso. He can't handle this. He just wants everybody to get along. Dimpo then exploded, though, and said he only did what he did do because he was trying to be a good brother. And actually, that's something that Roman needs to think about because when was the last time he was a good brother? Never. In fact, he's an absolute psycho and he needs to go look at himself in the mirror. That's like Jimmy. As amazing as this is, what are you doing? He's going to chop your head off. He did have a great point, though, because he was like, what kind of brother beats down his own family when he went right up to the head of the table and he pushed him in the face? I was like, ah, ah, ah. we're about to see a death. His whole point, though, is that he now feels like he needs to protect Jay and he needs to protect Solo because eventually Roman is just going to turn on them all. And I tell you, Jimmy Uso was so damn good here. He was spitting fire. The crowd was super behind him as well. So, of course, Roman was all like, you hear that? That's because of me. I turned you into the superstar you are now. And, in fact, if you do want to talk about Solar Sokoa, well, let's ask him personally. And he handed him the microphone. This was played so damn well as well because Solo was like, listen, my tribal chief, I do acknowledge you, but I do also have to point out that Jimmy and Jay are my brothers, so I'm in somewhat of a bind here. And I looked at this man and I was like, man, I don't trust you. He did actually go and join the Usos on their side of the ring, though, as Jimmy was all like, Roman, you're going to be on the island of relevancy all by yourself. I was like, only in wrestling could you say a sentence like that. When they started going at it again, Jay was just begging, man, I just want to be a family. I'm so stressed. I've had such a bad two years. Why can't we just get along? This is when Jimmy kind of did turn a corner because he was like, yes, this is what I want too. I just want to be shown a little bit of respect. And as he was going off, he turned to Reigns. He said, hey, man, do you think we're still the ones? This is when Roman hugged Jimmy and Jimmy hugged Roman and it was so damn good. You've got to go and see it because eventually Roman took the microphone, he put it to his lips and he just said no. This is when Sokoa did show his true allegiances and he spiked Jimmy Uso as Roman and the rest of the crew left the ring as pure Jay was just an absolute mess. But do you know how SmackDown ended? Paul said to Roman, well, what are we going to do about Jay? And Rain said, don't worry, he'll fall in line as always. And the screen went to black.
I'm like, man, where the hell is their Oscar? It's just such a good way to end SmackDown because it probably means at Money in the Bank we're going to do Jimmy Uso versus Roman Reigns. There, Jay will show his true colours. We can then go to SummerSlam, do the big tag team match, and coming out of that, do Roman Reigns versus Jay, then Solo will turn, and you can do Roman versus Sokoa. So I absolutely applaud WWE for smashing this storyline every single week. Of course, it's getting an up, like I say. You need to go and see it. Which brings us to the end of SmackDown, which of course is getting an up, and it doesn't matter where you watch it, even from a weird hotel room, it is just good television. Now make sure you like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com, read yourself some articles, click the video that's on the screen right now, probably be ups and downs from Dynamite, or ups and downs from Raw, so make sure you watch that. Now I must go do wrestling type things, hopefully, otherwise why am I here? That's an existential question for you. Now I've turned off my brain. Goodbye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 